0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Effort. I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis Harris. This morning it's Thursday, and this morning I just wanted to talk about the main point of why I even started a podcast, or the main goal, anyway, and that was talking with friends who might be going through a lot of rough shit getting through this pandemic which we are still going through and giving them some bit of hope that they're not alone in this or strength that they're not alone in this and I want to touch back on not touch back but I want to discuss Uh, It's kind of difficult to get out, so to speak, but I want to touch on depression and how it can affect the family and how sometimes that depression can mean a lot more than just what's really going on the other day I'm going through uh, social media I say the social media like I'm a thousand years old I go through social media and I'm coming across people who are struggling going through a lot of shit there was a moment in a video of a friend who her mom has been diagnosed with cancer and She's going through, the whole family is going through a lot of loss. It's not my real story to discuss. So I'm going to leave it at that. But it affected me in a way where my heart just broke really for what she was going through. What her entire family is going through. And we tend to get real tied up in our own bullshit. To not see that for how well things are going in my life or other friends life, I have other friends who are going through some rough shit and it's, it's, it's rough to see. It made me think about when my mom passed almost 10 years ago and or over 10 years ago actually and how that affected me and what I went through that was really the first major loss in my life that I've had since losing grandparents years ago it affected me because it's my mom And ever since then, I start to see things very different. I look at death different. I look at life different. That it's not a given. That it can be gone in one day or one hour. And I try to... assume that that grief is gone away, but every so often I'm reminded of that grief. Grief takes a lot of different forms. We either decide that there's nothing left to live anymore and we're suddenly not taking care of ourselves, we're suddenly not cleaning the house, we're we're not taking care of us. We're not make, helping ourselves get healthy. We're just avoiding all that. When my mom died, my dad lost a wife. And it eats at him on so many levels every single day. He's a veteran of the Vietnam War, and he's gone through a lot of shit. And in his eyes, or in his mind anyway... It should have been him. Not my mom. And he struggles with that. Just trying to get through it over that hump. Every single day. And it pains me to see that. Seeing a... A dad who's had so much strength. He's a still, still... He's still a strong man. But... That grief eats at him every single day and there's no easy fix, there's no long talks that I can do that will change it all. All I can do is check on him from time to time, see how he's doing, reminding him that he still exists in this world and he matters in this world. He matters to his grandchildren, he matters to my sister, my brother, he matters to them, he matters to me. And that kind of grief uh, it's it's tough to escape from. There's no easy fix, there's no podcast that I can that that, that can cure it all. It's a tough thing and I it brings me it, that whole situation involved my friend it brought that all back and it it's tough and the moment that it brought it all back I started crying thinking about my mom and there I was again when she passed or finding out when she passed hundreds of miles away and that feeling of not getting that closure that's another big part of grief and that's another big part for me anyway that eats at me sometimes and then we move it along we go about our day and then there could be a moment there could be a song and then boom you're reminded that your mom's not here anymore you're reminded that there was no closure you're reminded that she never got to see her grandchildren which she wanted so bad but I'm not the most religious person in the world but I hold on to that belief that she can see that she gets to see her grandchildren every day and I like to say that she's proud of what's of what we've all done since then Whew. that was a that was a rough one huh but I'm gonna switch gears because, and just because I'm gonna switch gears right now. I wanna bring it back to the pandemic and how we're all getting through. Uh, myself, it's a day-to-day thing. I'm the, my worst critic. I'm always judging myself as a husband, as a father, as a human being, and I want the best for my kids. I want the best for our family. And this pandemic has changed all of us forever. We can't say we weren't affected by the pandemic in some form or fashion, whether it's getting comfortable to wearing a mask in a store, or mall. Getting comfortable with teaching your kids or making sure that they make their Zoom calls or dealing with trying to get the books for book club. Getting your child to dance and ballet or just trying to balance the household when sometimes you feel that you're not balancing it as much as you'd like to. I mean, we all had those regrets and things we want to do. I mean, my wife basically became the main teacher when it comes to the online Zooms. I get two days with it. And I don't do the teaching and stuff like that. I'm taking care of our youngest while the teaching is going on at night after my wife gets out of work. And it's a tough balance because they still have a lot of stuff to do. And I have to go to bed so I can get up in the morning and go to work. And you sometimes feel that you're not putting your all. Or at least that's how I feel. But we all have our balances on trying to get through it. It has not been easy. Uh, If you're a married couple in this country right now, you know exactly it has not been easy. It's been challenges after challenges. We've all had little moments of the littlest thing could set us off because we're so traumatized by the pandemic itself and then a lot of that is thrown into the arguing or the indifference that we have you're not alone and just because you're having that indifference talk it out talk it out don't just let it simmer and keep move pushing on because that doesn't help anyone I'm pretty sure there's a lot of newly, fresh, divorced families that know that that's not the way to do it. Try to communicate, because we're all going through this as a married couple. We're all going through this. And we will get through this, and there will be a balance, and we can go back to arguing about little stuff instead of major stuff. fully vaccinated right now and I feel so good. I feel good because I can't wait to travel again, go on vacations with my family, see friends and family, get drunk with friends and family. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about what that could bring because we're so close um, to finally getting the country in some kind of order it's not perfect it won't be Uh, we deal with a lot of people who politicize the mask who politicize the vaccine who politicize the air who politicize how we walk who politicize everything because they've built themselves into this mindset that they can never be happy those people to me are people who would never be happy. There's never going to be a moment when they're going to be able to crack a single smile off their face. Because they're too angry about this person is wearing a mask. I don't know this person from fuck all, but I don't like them wearing a mask. This person is getting the vaccine and showing it on his Facebook or Instagram. I can't stand that person. I don't believe in that. I believe in bullshit fantasy stuff that the vaccine is supposed to do, according to this Facebook doctor who never even graduated from high school, who was too busy telling other people what to do. And you get those people who try to influence your mindset, they do it in a passive aggressive way. They try to influence your thinking on that. Real talk. I took the vaccine because I did research on the Pfizer. I took the Pfizer. And I took it because, one, I want to be fully vaccinated because I knew the country was going to start to shift towards making sure people were vaccinated. And I wanted to be able to take my mask off around my youngest, around my little girl my girls, and I wanted to be able to kiss my wife, and it's been over a year and a half, and I haven't kissed my wife at all, because of the virus, and because of the fears of, it, of what could happen, and I don't want our entire house to, because of my, oh, I'm going to kiss my wife no matter what, it would hurt my it would, if my daughter got sick and my daughters got sick if that happened how would how would I be I didn't want that so I'm getting fully vaccinated my wife gets fully vaccinated today she gets her second shot and we'll see how that works out for her I haven't had any issues at all I had a sore arm and that was it and maybe that little bit of oh I feel a little wobbly or sleepy no, that was all in my fucking head. I was fine. I was completely fine. Next day, I felt great. Everything was going great. Bill Gates hologram popped up to let me know that him and Tupac were going to make sure that I was going to get the best HBO Max Wi-Fi when that second shot kicked in. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Tupac and Bill Gates holograms are not going to visit you after a second shot. I'm kidding. It's called a joke. I have a bad delivery for it sometimes, but catch me on the right time. But, seriously, I feel great and hopeful about what's to come. It's going to be real interesting as we continue to go on because I'm already seeing rhetoric of people telling other people to take people's masks off in public. And I said, that's going to be great. That's going to be a viral of someone getting their fucking ass whipped over being a stupid moron because of another stupid moron. The phrase, fuck around and find out could not be more clear when it comes to that. I ask anyone if they want to pretend, if they want to go with the Flow of their boss or their the guy that they see on TV? Fuck around and find out. And if it goes viral, goody for you. But then again, we live in a world now where people treat it like the Wild Wild West and domestic terrorism is almost every other fucking week. So what Tucker Carlson did because yeah I'm putting his name out this motherfucker used his whole entire teeth to tell people you see someone wearing a mask you shame them that's not the way to go that's just not the way to go as I get older I'm reminded that I'm not the same person that I used to be Uh, whether it's how I drink how I eat having sex uh, I'm not the same person there's a Toby Keith song I think I'm not as good as I once was and to some point it could. it's very true but as we get older I've noticed that a lot of my friends that are in my age bracket don't look like the age bracket before us I mean, when we were in high school, we saw 40 and 50 as Miss Haversham or Wilfred Brimley, kind of old. But I will say right now, real talk, we are some sexy motherfuckers, those people that are over 40, 40 and 50. And we are a lot of it, I think, is because we work out. We stay healthy. Uh, We look at how people were before us and we're like, nah, we're not going to be that way. And I got to applaud us for what we're doing on that level. We're changing things up. And the generation after us is doing an even better job than we are at it. I swear. There's going to be people who are going to be in their 30s and they're going to look, they're going to be feeling better than we did in our 30s and that's that's pretty wild how everything works out like that it's amazing i have to say it's it's fascinating so to all my 40 mid 40 and 50 year old people even the late 30 people keep doing what you're doing because y'all are some sexy motherfuckers so keep it up and finally, I want to end on the note basically saying that uh, you might be going through some shit that feels like the worst day ever, but no matter how bad it gets, you have to remind yourself, will it matter in a year? Because you can get through this. It's going to be a tough road for you. Uh... If you're anxious, having anxiety to the point that, you know, it's buzzing, uh, we all have those moments and it too will pass. Uh, that depressive funk you're in, you're in right now, it too will pass. Just stay strong and you don't get the quit because your haters are wanting that. So you don't give them that. You don't give them that gift and reward. You stay strong and you kick ass every single day. Whether you're mopping floors or running a business, but you're still going through shit because this pandemic is not gonna be over, in my opinion, for at least another couple of years. I don't think this country is going to get fully vaccinated and right to some extent, to where people are taking more of a caution for a couple of years. This year and next year are going to be tests as to how much we're going to make happen here. We're already seeing things opening and people trying to get some normalcy. And all it takes is one person to really fuck it up and send us back. I mean, look at Canada. But also, on the good side of it, look at New Zealand. So stay strong. And you're not alone in this. This concludes this episode, episode two of that I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis Harris, and we will talk again shortly.